Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Josie. And my name is not Adam. No, I'm Lee. You are Lee. That is very true. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us. We're off to a wonderful oh start. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on all forms of social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at 2GagPod. That is 2GAAGPod for two oh guys. My. A girl and a movie podcast. Maybe we could just flip it and say two girls. Two, sorry, no, two girls and a guy doesn't really work because it's still two gag. It's anyway, still two right? gag. Yep. yep. Uh, Moving on. Unfortunately, we, two we, gag. Yep. So uh, hit us up. Uh, <laughs> Get your <laughs> gag on. Look, it will. <laughs> two G A H. Oh, that ma- I've got a great idea. Maybe people that follow us can be our gaggers. Oh, no. Ooh, no, let's, no, let's, no. Let's not. No, okay. Shut, no. Uh, this week, though, we're doing an Adam pick. I'm getting all nostalgic for a movie I have not seen in probably a couple of decades. We're taking a look at the 1994 comedy Airheads. It's a rockin' good time, and uh, I will go... Shut up, Lee. Um, I will go through the synopsis now uh, for this movie from 1994. It is very 90s, let's be honest. Very 90s. Very 90s. Uh, three band members hoping for a big break head to the radio station to play their demo tape and wind up holding everyone hostage with plastic guns when the head DJ refuses to play their music. Uh, so this was 1994. It was... Um, Directed by Michael Lehman, uh, who did Heathers. Yes. Um, He also did a lot of TV. And when I say TV, you kind of think, okay, but no, no. He did stuff like West Wing, Dexter, True Blood, American Horror Story, like a lot of of heavy hitters. Um, Josie, have you ever watched 40 Days and 40 Nights? Yes, I have. With Josh Harnett? Yes. He directed that. He directed that. Did he? And one of my all-time 80s terrible favourites is Hudson Hawk with with, uh, Bruce Willis in it where he actually sings. Oh, Brucey. It's terrible. I don't recommend. But moving on. (laughs) It was a thing. You've it seen was it. definitely a thing. Yep. Okay. So that's a synopsis. Uh, each person's relationship with the film. Um, let's start with Josie. Me. You. That's so sweet. Uh, what, this film is one of those films that I have se- uh, seen the poster for years. Like I can picture the poster of the three guys with their guitars in this, you know, little triangle way. And but I've never seen it. Okay. Like I, I knew the poster so well. I knew of the um, movie. And, like, it's one of those things that will pop up on a streaming site. I'm like, oh, Airheads. But then I'd never watch it. And now I finally have. So it's taken almost 30 years for you to watch this film. Yes. Okay. But I know the poster so well and I don't yeah, know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the poster somehow is really iconic. Yep, yep. Interesting. Mm. Uh, look, uh, for me, I grew up. I grew up watching this with 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 an asterisk heavy attached to it. I've watched it several times growing up, but it's not a movie that stuck with me. Um, I've got huge recall for a lot of for a lot of movies, and I think you both know that I can yes. remember movies off the you know drop of a hat. Right? It's funny actually because I try to I sort of try to rack my brain for Airheads specifically, and the only scene that I can actually remember out of Airheads out of the whole thing is literally the ending. Them playing in the prison. In the prison. That's, that's the only scene it's, I it's can remember. Scene, spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert, everyone. I um, mean, all, all our episodes are heavy, heavy on the spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I um, I saw this at the cinema when I was young. Um, when I was about maybe 
seven or eight years old, I became like obsessed with metal and like heavy music and rock and all the stuff. So I felt like this was made for me. Uh, so at the time I thought it was great. I had a really good fun time with it. I dug the cameos. I dug the whole sort of uh, rock and roll aspect of it. I liked the references to metal that were in it because I got them all even at like, you know, the age of 13. Um, I thought it was really funny too and just a really good fun time. Rewatching it back for this podcast, not quite as good as I remember it. <laughs> so but, you say that it doesn't hold up? Uh, not overly, but the thing is, I still really enjoy it. Yeah, even yeah. Because okay. that's the thing, and I, I was saying before, uh, Lee and I have said many times, like there, there's a lot of shit movies that I love. I wouldn't say this is shit, but it's also not exactly amazing. Do you um, think Do you think that the nostalgia is a reason why it holds up for you or yes. the reason why it's- 100%. So it's, it's yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That and and our first category. So we have our categories, which we vote either a zero, a, a zero point five, or a one. Which of the five categories leads to our score out of five? And um, the first one of our categories is basic casting, and the casting of this movie is fantastic, insane. Um, I'm going to run through the list, if I may. Go for uh, it. Lead actor is Brendan Fraser, recent uh, Academy Award winner. We Ooh. were all big fans of his. I loved him. Brendan Fraser's great. Yeah. Okay, there you go. It's Not the bit. first movie I think of when I think of him. George the Jungle. George, no, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Man. Nah, for, Bedazzled. For, for me, it's The Mummy. The Mummy. Oh, but yeah. it, it's not the first movie I've watched of him because I actually remember watching him in School Ties when it was, you know, when he was a lot younger and whatnot. But most iconic film for me has to be The Mummy. Yeah, the Mummy fair. for sure. I, that, that, for me, George of the Jungle. George of the Yeah, George of the Jungle for Ooh. sure, though. That is a terrific film. Encino Man for me, man. Yeah, Encino <laughs> yeah. Man's a great film, yeah. right? Anyway, let's move down the line. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Love Steve Buscemi. Love him. Look. And this film, he's not a weirdo. No. Well, well he is. He's probably the well, be- he is, but like compared to what he normally yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is. he's the best of the three as well. Yeah. You know he's, he's so good in this. It's funny, actually, because I reckon we could do an entire, like an entire, not not even pod, but an entire like section of podcasts on Steve Buscemi alone. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, he's done Him and a Billy lot. Madison is oh, so good. so good. And uh, this was his first movie with the next person I'm going to mention, Adam Sandler. And there goes all of my fun facts for the, uh, for the movie. It's all right, man. I got you back. Yeah, um, yeah, no Adam, doubt. This is Adam Sandler's first actual movie? No. And not no. very Adam Sandler-ish, if that makes sense. He was sense. doing Saturday Night Live at the top. What was his first movie? Then? So he did some boat movie. as uh, I think it was called Overboard before that. It came out in the 80s. Huh. It, did, it didn't get a lot of success. Um, Is that the Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn movie? No, 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 no. no. That's um, that's uh, something else. I can't remember what, the, what that's called. No, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so this, well, this is one of his first star, like proper starring roles though, right? Uh, yes, yeah. so yeah, that's uh, as far as fun facts are concerned. That's sort of I've got something to add to that later. Okay. Uh, but I'm just looking it up now. Uh, Going Overboard is the first film that okay. he was actually in. So I was half right. And right. funnily enough, you know my take on um, you know my take on Adam Sandler. Not I'm, a fan, are you? I'm really disappointed that I actually know this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go down the line because there is a shitload of big names in this. Uh, Michael Richards. Kramer from Seinfeld. Uh, I'm a massive fan of Seinfeld. And this was interesting because at the time Seinfeld was going good and he's a very different role in this. Yes. So different. Um, you've got David Arquette. Yeah. I loved his little cameo. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was quite young at the time too. Uh, you got Ernie Hudson. I love Ernie Hudson. Yep. Uh, he's, of course, from Ghostbusters. He's in Oz. He's in Christ, so much stuff. Um, what's he in? Uh, Miss Congeniality. I, I have not seen that you're one, welcome. but I'll take, I'll take I'm your just, word I'm for just it. putting out all no, the words, by, by you know. But that's the thing, we, we need this, Josie. Yeah. Um, Chris Farley, I'm a, I love Chris Farley. Oh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, eh? You a, fa- you a Farley fan? Oh, look, I don't mind Chris Farley. I get it. Um, yeah, he's all right. Fuck you. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> um, Judd Nelson. Tough to have an opinion these days. <laughs> I, 
I'm sorry, it's, it's it's Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah. Um, Judd Nelson's in it. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I I'm probably showing my age, but I was like, oh, why do I know that guy? And it was it was like halfway through that I was like, oh my god, it's the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Um, Reg E. Kathy, who um is in so many things. Um, do you, do you know him? No. Uh, he played the character of Quern's in Oz. He's in like a million things. I'm just trying to think of other things he's in. He was in that really shitty Fantastic Four movie. Um, he was oh in- yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, in the mask. Yeah. yeah, is he in the mask? Mm-hmm. Freeze in the mask. Oh, there you go. Um, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played oh the um, God. yeah, the guy that died in the bank in the bank heist in the mask. Yeah. I know yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the mask. He's uh, he's in he's in Tank Girl. He uh, he was in the Luke Cage show. Tank Girl um, is such a terrible film. It I don't even really know what that is. is not good. He's in the he's in the blacklist. Uh, he's he has done so much stuff, and uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, which um is oh. is really sad. Uh, but he did a lot of stuff, and everything he did, he absolutely knocked out of the park. Oh, he's in the Wire as well. The Wire is just a phenomenal show. I can't believe I forgot that one. Um, but yeah, Re- Reggie, Kathy, absolute fantastic talent. Uh, moving further down the line, um, I always butcher his name. Joe... Uh, Mon- Joe Montagna? Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's always good fun. Uh, how Ramus makes a cameo. Yeah, I love the love the, the cameo and the uh, the reconnection between um, Harold Ramus and uh, Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, uh, you've got uh, Marshall Bell. You, you're, a, you're a sort of a good with different random actors. Marshall Bell? I'm not familiar with Marshall uh, Bell. He's a uh, total recall. Really? That was his name. You know, Quato comes out of his stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just looks like George. He was called George in Total Recall. Yeah, he's the guy. For, he's also in Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Also, he's in Nightmare on Elm Street too. And if you know, you know. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I, I, neither of us do. So nope, no, no idea. But it's look. I, I can, it'll, it'll lead me down a road of a horror rant, which I could talk. I could do an entire podcast just about his character in that movie. Well, I, that sounds horrible. Mate, we're gonna do some of no. my no, no, no. We're gonna do some of my uh, horror horror loves eventually, buddy. And uh, you, just you wait. Uh, also, this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's been around a baby too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have he been. has. Um, there's also cameos from uh, Lemmy from Motorhead. Yep. Uh, and uh, and what zombie? I was gonna say, and Alan Covert is that his? Is that how I say it? Alan Covert? He's always in an Adam Sandler movie. He's always. Oh um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the. He's the guy that I plays. Think, I'm Tom. I think he was the brother in um, the Billy Madison. Uh, not Billy Madison in um. Oh my god, what's the one with the kid? Adam Sandler. Big Daddy. Big, Big Daddy. Daddy. Thank yeah, you. He's, oh, uh, he's the one that's in everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah, like yeah, always. He's, he's ten second Tom from um from yeah. uh from Fifty First Dates. This guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy's in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so let's go to our scores for casting. I've gone one and I've even written my notes. I will not accept anything less than a full one. Yeah, I've I've also done a one because- Look, if, yeah, yeah, sorry, you go. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think that's why I had such high expectations for this film because you look at the cast and you're like, holy shit, like these are all comedic superstars and you're like this is going to be absolutely amazing because like yes you know, they are but a lot of these comedic superstars are very early in there yeah, very yeah, early yeah. in but their, as in their a, careers but as a first watcher yeah 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 i was like oh my god this is gonna be amazing it's yeah. got you know bam 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 like whoo yeah um casting for me if i could give it more than a one i'd give it more than a one it was it's up there it gets full marks for me but with an asterisk I'm not going to deduct points. I seriously Bing. thought about it. I'm not going to deduct points because this uh, this uh, movie is going to get ripped enough as it is. <laughs> um, but Adam Sandler 
can die in a fire as far as I'm concerned. I just don't understand your... I, so, I, like, I don't why wanna, is there so much wanna, hate behind I don't want to waste him. too much time on this, but can you can you break down in like three sentences? There, There is a unbridled and unnecessary hatred for Adam Sandler and all of his movies and all of his characters. Give us a why, dickhead. The, 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 I've just said there's uh, there's no reason or rhyme or reason. I just can't stand his movies or his characters. Even like Wedding Singer? Oh, the Wedding Singer is okay. But see, The Wedding Singer is okay because of the supporting cast and Drew Barrymore was very, very good. What a it. babe. Love Drew Barrymore. But are you mean like when he does his silly stuff? Like his yeah. little silly voices? Like, yeah. like basically majority of what he does in Billy Madison. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Which is part of the reason why I think Billy Madison is absolute so the, trash. The, oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> um, so what you mean is like just the, the basic character that Adam Sandler often plays is what you hate. Yes, correct. So it's essentially how I feel about Michael Cera. Okay. Wow, I didn't know you felt like that about yeah, I didn't Michael know you Sarah. felt like that. I cannot stand him. He's okay. always the same little awkward little dweeb. So does that, that mean that you don't like um you, Juno? You, yeah, no 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 no, you don't like um uh Scott Pilgrim? No, that's one that I'll give him a pass. Yeah, okay. Even actors I hate will do things that I'm, I tip my hat. And I, also, this is the end. He is phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but hate him with everything in your bones. I do, but those 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 couple of times, I'm sort of like, oh, this guy. But anyway, that's uh, completely irrelevant to this movie. All right, we've all gone ones all around for basic casting. The basic plot and story. Let's start with you, Lee. Put your Jordans on. You can start Duncan. Um, look, for me, it's a zero. Um, look, I get the the storyline. The storyline is okay. But to be honest with you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to echo what Josie said originally and look, I think the cast itself, when you see the cast and obviously you're getting introduced and you know that there's going to have a huge cast attached to it, the storyline lets the cast down Mm. and I don't think it delivers. So I'm going to give it a flat zero because I wasn't impressed. Even though it's story, not cast, because we just did cast. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying the story itself, and the, you know the basic plot line and all the rest of that kind of stuff. It, it's, it, didn't, it should it should have been easy. Yeah, because it, yeah. Because the, the cast should have been able to carry the storyline, even though the storyline wasn't great. But I'm just saying the storyline specifically wasn't terrific. So I'm going to go with a zero. Juicy. Um, I gave it a point five. Um, as a new watcher, I'd never seen it before. Um, it was something different. I've never seen a film like that before. Like I've never really seen a plot like that before. Um, but I was I was continuously waiting for something like the the climatic bit or something that would blow me away. And it kind of just didn't the whole way. Like I was a bit like. Oh. And I guess, I guess from a formula perspective as well is that if the the that particular formula because it was obviously early nineties that it came out right and movies have obviously been washed and rewashed and done again and so on and so forth if that formula had been successful or had been good it would have been redone again yeah since and it hasn't been and then I I was thinking like it. It's a cult film, like, why? Well, I think part of the reason why um, Adam's got such nostalgia with it, I'm sure he'll confirm this, but one of the reasons why it's so good is because of the the, the cast and the soundtrack. Mm. Um, the cast and the soundtrack, both specifically, they are very, very good, and yeah. I get it. And obviously the references that are attached to it at that time. That's um, a big one. Yeah, they're, they're big, right? Yeah. And appreciating that, obviously, I don't think the movie's great. But with that being said, though, those particular items are very good, and you put them all together, and yes. they, they are reasons enough to be able to go, yeah, I'm going to watch that, and yeah, I, I'm going to score it well because they hit the nostalgic yeah. things that you're looking for. And I think the like the storyline and plot itself was actually a good story on script. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Like I'm like, oh, this is but different. It, but and, it delivered flat, but right? Something, yeah, yeah, like it just was like kind of a swing and a miss, and then yep. yeah, it was just melatonin the whole way for me. Yep. Yeah, look, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And Lee uh, partially hit the nail on the head as well. Like growing up as like a massive metalhead and like still to this day, uh, to be honest, like still just 
massively in love with metal. Like my mum sent me a metal meme. My mum of all people sent me a metal <laughs> meme the other day and I was just like, this is my life. I'm like- <laughs> Shout out to Mama Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like- Our like, only listener. Hope, yeah, hope you're still listening. Yeah, yeah. Man, she took me to go see Metallica when I was like 12. Like, <laughs> But like, you know, I was like, this will, this is- you know, this has been my life. This is, this is what I'll be till like the day I die. And a lot of times you don't get these sorts of um, uh, movies or things that like celebrate the culture. There's like a couple of like maybe horror movies or things. That's, it's it's this weird niche that's like humongous, but doesn't usually get that sort of exposure. And at the time I was like all about it. Cause I was like, hell yes, man. Like this is, mm. this is my shit. Um, but this basic story I've got is 0.5 because it's nothing groundbreaking apart. Like, you know, it's got that little heist part, you know, they're doing a heist with the sort of- um, Water pistols. Water pistols filled with bloody um, Tabasco sauce or whatever. Um, it's just a silly, fun 90s comedy, but it has like a rock or metal edge. And it is yeah. quite corny at parts. Yeah. And kind of like, yeah, you know, and it's very like, that's just sort of like Hollywood shit they cram yeah. in. But as just like, what are those like 90s comedies? I can have fun with it. But yeah. it's 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 about as 0.5 as a 0.5 can be. Yeah, if you, if you if you don't have the nostalgic attachment to it, then it's it's tough to watch. Well, it's like when Josie did City Slickers. I was kind of like, yeah, I want to I want to yeah. do like a nostalgic one, one that I really dug when I was young, and so yeah, 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 I can yeah. talk about metal and shit like that. Um, so I've gone 0.5. Um, up to three notable scenes, which I will not take for a ride in uh establishment of. Uh, Are you going to do four because it's yours? I, I could do, but I'll see how I go. Okay. Um, all right, we'll go around the circle. Um, let's start with you, Jubs. Um, I loved when um, Chris Farley had to go to the club and they pretty much said, what was it, blonde hair and tight dress. And yeah. so he's just going around looking at every girl blonde with blonde hair, hair and tight dress and then um, him having to square off with those massive dudes in the club. So I thought that was a great scene. Um, for me, it's the cameo of Chris Judge ringing up as Be- Beavis Mike, and Butthead. Mike Judge. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Mike Judge, sorry. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, Mike yeah. Judge ringing up as Beavis and Butthead. That Which was again, very, talking about nostalgia and like the rock. It's very appropriate for the time, yeah. right? Very, like, I remember as I, as I appreciate kid, that. Like, I was yeah. like, uh, is that what I think it is? Like, Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. And that that was very appropriate for the time. It's it's a, it's a reference that I don't think kids would understand now. No. Um, but, you know, with that being said, though, you know, we grew up with Beavis and Butthead mm. and obviously they were massive metal fans and it all sort of connects. And it was it a big thing. Makes sense. So, yeah, it's, it's a win for me. I used to have a poster of them on my wall that my brother That does got not me. surprise me yeah, at all. My brother got a movie. It's them two headbanging. <laughs> I, I, like I like music that kicks ass. And was, anyway, um, I, uh, the first one I've got is the initial takeover of the station. Um, I find that's really good fun. Like they're like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, they just kind of want to get their shit played, and they end up pulling out the the water pistols and sort of get it's serious. Like, oh like, shit! Yeah, I just it's it's just sort of like it's just fun. Um, so so I like that. I've got that in one of my scenes. What else you got? Um, I liked uh, towards the end when um, Adam Sandler comes out in like the Zorro costume to to play. Yeah. And, like he's struggling with the mask and like drums, and yeah, it just was a little bit of a bit of fun. Um, when not just um, not just when uh, Chaz, uh, sorry, not Chaz. I'm sorry. When um, uh, Joe Montagna rips into it, but the the news reporter rips into the the name the Lone Rangers. Oh yeah, because obviously yeah. it's an oxymoron, yeah. right? Yeah. And it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's funny that it's an ongoing joke. I like. Mm. I appreciate that it was an ongoing joke. Yeah, um, I also put uh, the Chris Farley at the gig, but I also put it in there because it's a white zombie cameo and they're actually playing a song called Feed the Gods, which I, I really like that song. I, and I, I, just thought, I just that. thought it was really cool getting like like a proper band in there and stuff and um, just sort of having like the gig and all that. And just, just Chris Farley doing Chris Farley shit, I guess I should put down as like my favourite scene. Just, he, I, I was just a really big fan of his. Hmm. Um, and I went with one of the scenes that we've already talked about, but um, the final scene in the prison. That was that was yep. my final cherry on top for my memorable scenes for me. Um, and for me, uh, the random cameo from Lemmy in the crowd. 
so good, right? Yeah, Le- Lemmy's just it, it just makes sense, right? It's it, again, it's it's a well fitting scene. I get it, putting it in there. It's almost like low hanging fruit, but they did it well. Yeah, I also um uh, so part of the soundtrack as well is like a lot of uh, metal songs and stuff on there. The intro song is uh, "Born to Raise Hell," yeah. being a Motorhead song, but it's a version done with uh, Motorhead. Um, it's done with uh, Whitfield Crane, who was the lead singer of Ugly Kid Joe. Oh yeah, quite a thing at the time, and uh, Ice T. Yeah, okay. Who around '94 was doing stuff with his rock band Body Count, who are absolutely fucking awesome. Um, I also had the prison gig in there. Um, I really like the um the face off between the cops and the um. Oh, the bargaining? The yeah, the bargaining back and forth. And when he starts the Rodney King chant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, then, and the... um, the <laughs> And some of the requests were so random. I was like, yeah, what? The, the, the Reggie cat, he was like, Rodney King, what is this shit? And um, then when he's sitting there <laughs> filling the helmet with the cottage cheese. Yeah, yeah. 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 The naked pictures of B. Arthur. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, someone on I the... Lo- yeah, that was one of my um, quotes. Is yeah. all, Well, I don't know if it's a memorable scene of quotes, but always bringing up, yeah, B. Arthur. Also, um, Adam Sandler trying to talk like uh, like race relations with Reggie Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, man, you see the uh, Run DMC and Aerosmith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like public enemy and anthrax, man. They, they put it down. Uh, and, bless. Like, and his reactions to all this shit that Sandler is throwing is uh, just fantastic. I kind of feel like that's the kind of conversation I just have with Adam Sandler in general. Yeah, fair, oh, fair, fair. Um, so that was notable scenes. For notable scenes, I've, I've, I always had the prison gig, which I, I absolutely, yeah. I really love that. It was a good um, way to end I've it. gone one for uh, notable scenes. What did you guys go score-wise? Um, I went 0.5 for memorable scenes. Uh, I'm going to give it, this is a generous score. I'm giving it a 0.5. Right. I was scraping the barrel for it, all to be honest right, with you. All right, all right. Um, appeal. I want to start with you, Lee. Uh, no, start with Josie this time. Uh, okay. Um, I've pretty much already said it throughout the cast, but it was it was all right. Like I I was just expecting so much. I think it's because I've put it off for so long, and I've seen it as I said the poster so many times, like in Blockbuster and then on um, streaming sites and things like that. And the cast that it was, I was just expecting it to like blow my mind, and it just missed. So, okay. yeah, it just didn't appeal to me as much as I thought it would because, you know, I'd be like, oh, my God, there's, you know, Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser. Like, oh, I love those guys. And then, eh. So, for appeal for you personally, Josie, like, obviously, you love a good comedy. <laughs> yeah. You're a big comedy fan. Love comedy. The, the cast is hitting all the notes. Massive. But the, the, what it's all about just is nothing to yeah, you. Yeah, and I love music as well. Like, I love all genres of music. Um, and The famous last words before I play you some shit in my car. <laughs> I always listen to your music in your car. I'm always you happy to listen to other stuff remember, in your car. I remember, I remember once, we, where were we going? We're going... We go everywhere No, we're, we're, we're going, I think we're meeting Lee somewhere, like, south. And I was, was going like, to say, we're going down south somewhere yeah and i was like explaining like going real deep about fear factory and um and, and like the, the the style of like the like the late 90s yeah, metal yeah, scene yeah, and yeah. shit and just like josie just putting on her full teacher voice I'm like, oh really like oh that's so exciting oh <laughs> do you like how, do you like how it's almost condescending but not quite she plays it I've, well yeah, i've yeah. nailed i've nailed it well yeah, yeah so yeah, 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 yeah it's just yeah. a bit of a swing and a miss for uh, me. all right point five from josie lee you give it a zero all right for the appeal so i'm gonna i'm gonna appeal to josie for this because mm-hmm. i'm gonna get some backup for this right okay so City Slickers, if you've listened to our podcast before, we've done City Slickers. And City Slickers, we've actually specifically stated with City Slickers that it's a nothing film yes. that hits nostalgic pangs, but it's a, nothing, it's a nothing film that hits home, right? And that's what I'm wondering if my votes would be different if I watched it when I was younger. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I was saying before. It was without the nostalgia, it's not that good, mm. right? So for me, um, I'm going to say that this film is a nothing film 
without hitting home. Mm. So okay. yeah, it's so so it's a film that I was watching, and I've obviously watched it before, and I was rewatching it again, and I haven't seen it in years. But every time I was watching it, there was never any really instance for me going, "Oh yeah, I really enjoyed this part." Or, oh yeah, I remember this. This was awesome. Yeah. Or, oh, oh, I yeah. love this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was never really any of that in it for me mm. until I got right to the end, where I actually remembered obviously them because the only thing that I again the only thing I remembered was obviously them playing in the prison, right? Yeah. Um, but then outside of that. Everything else was sort of – I was almost like watching it for the first time. And I have seen it before. I've seen it several times. So I think the, the point is that I've watched it before and it didn't stick with me. Mm. Um, and therefore, um, if I could give it negative scores, I'd give it negative <laughs> scores. But, no, it can have a big fat zero for me. Yeah. All right. I've uh, For appeal, I've given it, uh, it one. Um, I'm like, this is like me all over. It's I was going to say, it's this, is gonna, this is different for you. Yeah, it is. It's got laughs. It's got references to shit I love. Like even when they're in the van, like all the stickers in the background, yeah. even though they're, a lot of the bands are like, there's like obituary stickers and DSI like stickers and stuff, which I'm like, they are so not like what this band is. But I'm like, I dig it. Um, it's all lots of shit that I love. So it's all big wins. Of course, I'm going for number one uh, for the, my score. But um, it's, like I said, it is quite nostalgic. But even rewatching it back, I was wasn't like yeah okay this is awesome as hell like yeah, I was yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. oh look it's it's fun it's it's like you said a bit of a nothing movie yeah, yeah. but fun enough um, but of course I'm giving it a one um, now our final category is just the, before uh, we jump into that sure? I just got a quick question just Go just ahead. purely based on appeal mm-hmm. on and and we're talking about the whole thing of what appeals to you the music you know the score the the music yeah, sorry um the cast all of that adding it all together if you had the choice between watching and only being able to watch Airheads. Or Wayne's World, which one would you pick? Wayne's World every day of the week. Yeah, okay. Wayne's World. We can still be friends. We are we are we are doing both Wayne's Worlds down the road. Number two sucks. Man, fuck you. Wayne's World two is amazing oh, and boy. I love it. Wow. Again, it's 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 my jam. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne's World two. Okay, the kung fu scene, the YMCA scene. Chris Farley's incredible in it. There's so much oh, to love Chris about Farley. Wayne's World two. The only thing Drew Barrymore cameo. The only the only scene that I actually like in Wayne's World too that is actually a pearler of a scene is um when when Garth is with with um what's her name the the supermodel and it's she's Kim Basinger isn't it is it Kim Basinger I yeah, can't remember yeah. and she's like take me Garth and he's like where um <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm low on gas and you need a jacket <laughs> the best line of all is I'm going to be frank and he says can I still <laughs> yeah, be can Garth? I still be Garth <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene is just oh, phenomenal God. yeah, yeah. Uh, similar times when these things were happening yeah, um, there was a big boomer medal in the nineties um yeah and I feel of, like uh, Wade's well just hit it and Airheads just I, I agree didn't, yeah, yeah you know like I, feel I think it was just better written yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, it's fun, and it's funny actually because Wayne's World didn't arguably didn't have as strong a cast, mm. but no, the storyline was better. Was better. A lot yeah. of cameos though, man. Yeah, there were a well, lot of cameos. I was listening to a podcast recently with um, Rob Lowe. And was it three gag? It wasn't three gag. <laughs> um, and he was talking about how uh, Mike Myers wanted him in Wayne's World. They got along at SNL and yeah, yeah. asked him to be a part of Wayne. Anyway, that's for another podcast. He's, yeah, he's anyway. great in that. Yeah, well, Wayne's World still to come. Um, okay, the ending or climax of the film, it's our latest thing. Did they stick the landing? Um, I've gone 0.5. I'm starting, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've gone 0.5. It's fun. It's kind of expected. It's very dumb, but also cool. It gives them the cred. So they've still got like the rock cred, not the sound yeah. shit that they didn't want from doing it 
all their way by having their sort of grandiose filming at the end, which they, mm-hmm. were, they were, you know, fight the establishment. Uh, pretty kick-ass song um, as well, which I'll touch on in my fun notes. And as much as like the cool, catchy song in the prison is cool, Steve Buscemi doing the bass thrust <laughs> in, front of, in front of the two Jack prisoners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely slays me every single so time with that fail. And like, that, there's his weirdoness coming yeah, out. Yeah, but he's so, he's so good. Um, so I think the finale is really good. Nothing out of the ordinary. 0.5 from yours truly. Lily? Um, you're going to get a big fat zero from me. Um, Even though it's the only scene you remember. No, you know what? It's the, the ending, I'm not including the ending when they're in the prison because I guess the ending for me is did they stick the landing as far as um, playing it, playing the, the song? I would have actually, actually liked for them. And I think, or I think for me, it would have been a really awesome way to finish it. Even though I remember how it finished, it would have been awesome that they actually brought the stage out there and they actually played to the crowd. That well, that's been, what they wanted. No, I know. I know. And it, that would have been awesome if they'd actually ended it. That, that way, um, well, I they think can't, they can't be corporate rock sellouts, man. <laughs> what? That's why they didn't want to do the. No, no, they, did, they didn't want to do the. Um, they didn't want to do the. Uh, the the lip sync. The lip sync. Yeah, well, I'm talking about live performance for the actual the crowd that yeah. was there. Like that would have been an awesome. I found way. a different way to yeah, perform it. An awesome way to finish it because then it would have been all. Uh, it would have all been all in. The in. One scene. Yeah, let's just just get like it done. Area. Yeah, yeah, and we've finished it, and that would have been the ending. Even if we didn't even see a prison scene, that probably would. have Well, they could have started the song there and then. Done the second yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like, like the, the prison scene could have been like a, a credits scene. Yeah, or like, you know, they're, they're making the music video, which is obviously they're making a music video in there and you can tell that they are. Yeah. But, you know, making the music video in in the prison scene would have been fine. Um, but, yeah, I think them actually playing to the crowd would have been – and I get what they're talking about about not being corporate sellers. I understand it. But, you know, that, that whole thing about if they'd actually gone and played live, it would have been the, the big ending that they were looking yeah. for, which would have been mean. good. I get you. So it gets a zero for me. Mm. Joyce? Um, yeah, I, I didn't think it was anything special. Like I did, a, that was one of my memorable scenes and one of my favourite scenes from the movie um, was the jail um, scene and the ending of it, but it just wasn't anything special for me. So I was very torn between a zero and a 0. 0.5. I, I kind of, I think I gave it a zero by the, at the end of it because if I was questioning it, I always go lower. So yep. I think I end up giving it a zero, unfortunately. Interesting. There you go. We'll go back to our total scores after our next little bits. Uh, for soundtrack, uh, the, obviously the music is uh, basically just like all, all rock stuff. All yeah, rock. you got White Zombie yeah. and then you got, like I mentioned, the, the Lemmy stuff and that. Um, I've also got for like tar- target demographic, it would have been like teens or early 20s yeah. at the times. Rock kids, yeah, <laughs> me, music nerds. Um, favourite quotes up to three. Anyone got some favourite quotes they want to throw about? Um, we already said it earlier, but the whole um, Lone Rangers thing, how they yeah. keep bringing You're it up not throughout exactly the loan. Yeah. yeah, like what, what's with the S type thing. I really appreciated that callback throughout the whole movie. Um, <clears throat> when um, uh, when Adam Sandler, I'm going to mention Adam Sandler when he's talking to uh, when he's talking to um, Joe Montana, and he's like, "My name is Pip," and the guys know the band name, the band name, and he goes, "Oh, sorry about that," and he goes, "He doesn't wear a helmet, does he?" <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's Some funny. of his lines are really that's, good. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I've got the uh, very um, iconic uh, who'd win in a wrestling match, Lemmy or God. Yeah. Trick question, Dick. Lemmy is God. That, which the, yeah. um, the, vi- the video clip of uh, Born to Raise Hell mm-hmm. with uh, Lemmy, um, Whitfield Crane and Ice-T, that's actually at the end of it. Oh. Obviously it's referencing Lemmy. Yeah, I did yeah. appreciate that scene. I'm surprised I didn't actually put that scene down because, yeah, that was, that was a good scene. Yeah. Um, um, I had This Is A Soggy Dream Come True. 
Oh. Yeah, I thought like yeah. <laughs> that please, exactly. Please reaction. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> like when I was watching it, I was like, oh, no, but haha. But just on con- just without context, it's rough, yeah. right? Yeah. And you yeah. know what? Just on tagging onto that, I'm going to also tag with the the quote that Susie uh, Susie actually uh, says as well, where she's like, "All those blowjobs for nothing." And it's such <laughs> a hidden little bit, like, right? It's, it's, it's so sort of you could miss it easily. Like, yeah, yeah, you blink yeah, and it's yeah, gone, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Oh, actually. Uh, Speaking, actually, we didn't touch on that in the cast. We got bloody. Um, we didn't do Kayla or Susie. Uh, Michael Michael McKean, bloody from yeah, Michael McKean, and, yeah. and so many things. Um, yeah, he's awesome in this. As uh, he's in Friends, M- Milo. Yeah, he's in Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in so much shit. He he's great as that 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 corporate rock dude. And speaking about the soggy dream come true. Yeah, and like, there's so many little just like just little lines thrown out in just general yeah, sort right. of conversation that I think uh, is too many to quote. I haven't written any down. Um, I've got the Rodney King chant just because I still find it so funny. Um, uh, I've also got the Lone Rangers, you know, you're not exactly lone, things Um, like that. Uh, And my final quote was, I made that song for you. Just again, call back throughout the whole movie. They break up. Yeah, and then we got to break it up. But I made made the song for you. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. You're right. There are a lot of throwaway comments. Like um, when um, uh, Judd Nelson finally rocks up, um, he finally rocks up to the, the station and he's walking through and he sees the naked pictures of uh, of B Miller, mm. B Arthur. Uh, Arthur. Sorry, yeah, he sees that he sees the uh, the naked pictures of B uh, B Arthur and he's like, he actually says, "Oh, B Arthur, outstanding." outstanding. <laughs> yeah, he's good as well as a snooty. Like, like yeah. people do very good in this movie. It is what it is, but there's a, there's a lot of uh, the, he, he like. loses yeah. points for me because that soul patch that he's got in his oh, chin is absolutely so bad. Yeah, so yeah. Bad. horrible, horrible. Oh. Get rid of it. Such a heartthrob and. Breakfast Club, and then yeah, 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 yeah. But it's all, almost like he's gone from the Chaz to like the yeah. uh, the suit and tie guy. Yeah. Uh, another one that's always just I don't know why, but he's like they're talking about the the lip syncing and all that, and he's like we might as well have Pip fighting on a snare drum. He's like I ain't fighting on no snare drum, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dumb. Uh, um, when they're doing the demands, I have put in sixty seven copies of Moby Dick when they're asking for the, all this stuff, and he's like get sixty seven copies of Moby Dick, and they're like the movies or the books, and they're like they made a book out of that. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> So stupid. Yeah, it's well played. Uh, fun facts and extras. Uh, Degenerated, the song that is the Lone Ranger song that uh, is by a uh, band called Reagan Youth. Okay. Ooh, like it's actually a song you know what? Uh, instead of round robbing this, why don't you just deliver? I was going to say, I don't, I don't have any fun uh, facts for this. None at all. Do you got yep. any? I have a couple. But uh, let's cool. Just, um, Cannibal Corpse were going to be the original yep. band at the gig uh, that Chris Farley goes to. But as they were making the movie, the um, the studio just found out that Cannibal Corpse did their cameo in the Ace Ventura movie. You know, uh, where, uh, yes, when yes, Jim yes. Carrey goes thing. Yeah, so they were like, they they asked it and said, no, we, we can't have the same band. And they ended up getting uh, White Zombie who uh, play Feed the Gods. Uh, There's the first pairing of uh, Buscemi and Sandler, which is what I spoke about earlier. They've done heaps of movies together. Like So many. They, they cameo, well, Buscemi cameos in a lot of uh, Sandler yes. stuff. Um, John Cusack was originally the first choice for Chaz. Yep. What? Yeah, yeah, huge. That's weird. Yeah, huge. That's I weird. just can't see it. He's but not again- really a comedic. Oh, I don't know. Have you seen High Fidelity? I rate High Fidelity. That's a great film. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, that'll do me. What do you got? Um, Metallica turned down the whiskey scene. Really? Yep, apparently. 
Um, to be fair, 94, they were like astronomically huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they obviously got it. They, they didn't need the promo, right? No. But yeah, they turned down the scene, which, which again, it would have been an interesting, uh, an interesting, it would have changed the tone of the scene because yeah. they're a different type of band, right? Um, and I've also got, Adam, <laughs> this is a fun fact for me, uh, Adam Sandler's second flop of the year. Um, he's actual. He actually wouldn't receive commercial success until uh, Billy Madison was released a year later. Mm. Interesting. What was his other movie that year? Ninety-four. Mixed nuts. Never heard of it. Okay, but he he was starting to get big on SNL and stuff around that. That's my point. Great stuff on SNL. Yeah. Let's see if this rings a bell. Don't show bloody videos whilst we. Recording oh, a podcast with clown. Steve Martin. I'm not. I'm just showing you okay, what it is. Cool. Yeah. So that's mixed. He was, he was in it. Nora Ephron actually directed it, which is interesting because it was a flop. But yeah, um, yeah, it's got a it's got a reasonably large, uh, reasonably large cast in it. But yeah, he was he was in it. Uh, it, it was a uh, a flop, and he had two flops that year, and he wouldn't make big success until Billy Madison, and that is a trash movie. Nah, it's really good. Wash your mouth out. It's fantastic. Uh, okay, let's go to the numbers, which I'm going to need your math skills, Lee. If uh, you adding up to zero is not going to be difficult. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, what have you scored it out of five, Josephine Maybelline? I'm really sorry. I, I, it, was, it was a two. That's okay. It's your score. I so. know, but like I feel. Do so you feel gr- bad, right? I do. <laughs> like Adam, can we get your score, please? Uh, okay, I've given it a four. Oh. The numbers don't lie. I've gone with the categories individually as we do. So you're saying the airheads is the same score as Lethal Weapon? Yeah, but for different reasons. Yeah, okay. I guess that's how he felt about you with City Slickers and yeah. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah. Heavily nostalgic based yeah. though. Yeah, 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 but like, yeah. if I break down all of these things, like I have to give the appeal one. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I get it. To. I get it. I get it. I he do. Has. He does. <laughs> He's, um, giving, he's also giving it bonus points for the cast. Yeah, yeah the, the cast is incredible. You it is, it is good. It is good. Um, yeah, just it's, it's just how the numbers work. Sometimes they'll go in the favour. Sometimes they just don't add up. What do you got, Lee? Uh, I'm giving it a 1.5. <laughs> Ooh, I thought I was being mean. So what have, what have we got all up? So we have a total score of 7.5 out of 15, which obviously gives us a 50% rating. Okay, and it's got uh, 6.1 on IMDb. So. Yeah. Okay. So fifty percent, sixty-one percent. Yeah. Okay, we, we've shot it down a little bit. Can it's lower. To the general, general How consensus. many people is that from? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, that would be from uh, fifty-four thousand. Okay. okay, there you go. All right, well there you go. Look, it's a fun movie anyway. Did Did you enjoy watching it? Lee? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy watching it, Josie? I'm glad I finally got around to watching it. Yeah. Look, look again. It's one of those movies. I'm going to reiterate the point that it's a nothing movie. It passed the time. Um, I did find myself looking at the clock, going, "I can't wait for this to finish." But it's mm-hmm. not an overly long movie. No, it's not. Which which has its merits because then all of a sudden it's a. Oh, you know what? Um, to 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 recall what I said about and again, very similar to City Slickers, which goes too long. It's no, it's yes, um, it's a great aeroplane movie because it's a nothing movie. And it's just good to waste. No, time like I, yeah, but but for Adam it for is for Adam for Adam it is <laughs> for for me and you it's not. No, not, I wouldn't watch no. City Slickers on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't watch Airheads on a plane. <laughs> Don't ever make me watch Airheads again. No, I'm just joking. Anyway, that's the air. So we could seriously do a lot worse than Airheads. Let's be honest. Oh, we probably could. You know, we probably we, will. I want to do Street Fighter. Street Fighter's got a score of four out of four out of ten from IMDb. I reckon that's a great film. It's bloody oh, no. terrible. You might get my first five. <laughs> 
this off. Might get my first one. Oh like, god, oof. look, let's 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 worry about that when we have to worry about that. Anyway, this has been an episode about airheads. I want to know what you think about this. We've got some very differences in opinions here, from the high to the low to the kind of in the middle and unsure. Um, but uh, you can hit us up on the socials at Two Gag Pod. Uh, that's two A's in in gag. Um, <laughs> just sure to make is. it classy, right? Yes, exactly. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Let us know what you think about not only airheads in general, but us talking about it. Do you hate Lee's shit takes? Do you hate my too generousness? Do you just like hearing from Josie? Or do you um, even like our? Do you even like our name? Two gag. Two gag. Uh, two guys, a girl, and a movie podcast. Mm. You can also search for that on the socials as well, and let us know what you think. We got more good stuff on the way for you too. But until we meet again. My name's Adam. I'm Josie. And I'd like to say a big shout out. Thank you to our gaggers for listening. I'm Lee. <laughs> it can't be a thing. Okay. <laughs> it's so bad. Thank you for listening to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Movie Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Sorry. <laughs>